everyone. This is Passing Judgment, a podcast about politics and the law. I'm your host, Loyola Law School professor Jessica Levinson, and I'm happy, as always, to be joined by the show's co-host and producer, Joe Armstrong. Today, we're focusing on the verdict in the Charlottesville civil case. Joe, remind us of the background of this trial and what led to the lawsuit. Hello, Jessica. I hope that you and yours had a lovely Thanksgiving holiday, but let's get down to business. Today's topic, Charlottesville and the civil trial. Background is this. Hundreds of white nationalists descended on Charlottesville, Virginia for the Unite the Right rally on August 11th and 12th, 2017. The city had announced plans to remove a statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee, and the rally was organized to protest the statue's removal. During a march on the University of Virginia campus, white nationalists chanted things like, Jews will not replace us. They surrounded counter-protesters and threw tiki torches at them. On August 12th, during the protests and counter-protests, a man named James Alex Fields Jr. drove his car into a group of counter-protesters, severely injuring several of them and killing a 32-year-old woman named Heather Heyer. Fields was convicted on one count of first-degree murder, three counts of malicious wounding, five counts of aggravated malicious wounding, and a single count of leaving the scene of an accident. That was in December of 2018. He was eventually sentenced to life in prison plus 419 years as well as a fine. Fields was unanimously denied an appeal by the Virginia Court of Appeals on November 16th of this very year. In the aftermath of the violence, then-President Donald Trump kicked off a political firestorm when he failed to immediately denounce the white nationalists and saying things like, there were, quote, very fine people on both sides. But today, Jessica, we are talking about the civil suit that was filed after the rally. Can you please tell us who the parties are in the suit? This was a trial that included federal and state claims, and it was almost a month long. So let's talk about the plaintiffs here. The lawsuit was funded by a nonprofit called Integrity First for America. The lawyer for the plaintiffs is the famous Roberta Kaplan, who actually represented Edith Windsor in the Supreme Court case in which the court declared that the Defense of Marriage Act was unconstitutional. Now, focusing on the plaintiffs here, they include nine people who suffered both emotional and physical injuries. Let's talk about the defendants for a second, Joe. There are 17 white nationalist leaders and organizations. The plaintiffs include, for instance, Richard Spencer, a white nationalist leader. He coined the term alt-right to describe this kind of loosely connected group of neo-Nazis, white nationalists, and others. All right, Jessica, what did the jury find? So again, Joe, this was a civil trial in which plaintiffs accused the white nationalists of conspiring to engage in racially motivated violence in Charlottesville in 2017 during that Unite the Right rally. The jury here ordered that the 17 white nationalist leaders and organizations pay more than $26 million in damages. Now, there are a number of different claims here, and I hope that you can help sort them out for us. Can you give us some more details? Let's start with the federal claims. Okay. So with respect to the two federal claims, the jury deadlocked on these two claims, and the plaintiffs, I understand, plan to refile. These claims are based on the 150-year-old Ku Klux Klan Act, which was passed after the Civil War to protect former slaves from violence and to protect their civil rights. Here, plaintiffs used a provision which actually allows private citizens to sue other citizens for civil rights violations. 
To win, plaintiffs have to show, in part, that the defendants knowingly engaged in a conspiracy to commit racially motivated violence. And how about the state claims? With respect to the state law claims, the jury found defendants liable on four other claims. First, the jury found defendants liable under Virginia's state conspiracy law based on the idea that they engaged in a conspiracy that led to the injuries during the rally. Second, the jury found some of the defendants liable under Virginia state law against intimidation, harassment, or violence. And third, the jury found defendants liable under Virginia's law against assault, battery, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. These claims applied to James Alex Fields Jr., an avowed fan of Hitler, who purposely drove his car into a crowd of counter-protesters. He, of course, killed 32-year-old Heather Heyer and injured 19 others. What were the defense strategies for the defense? Well, defendants' arguments here really boiled down to, one, they had a First Amendment right to say what they said, that this was protected freedom of speech, uh, two, that they didn't, that plaintiffs here didn't prove a conspiracy, and three, defendants' argument really is that the amount of the damages, the punitive damage award is too high compared to uh, the compensatory damages here. All right, Jessica, all that being said, what is the consequence of the jury's verdict? So, Joe, in terms of consequences, I think this is a really strong rebuke to the white nationalist movement. Yes, it's just one trial, and yes, it's a civil trial, not a criminal trial, so there's no jail time, but it still matters, and it matters because this case really will help to bankrupt the movement, and we know that without money, that a movement really can be largely hobbled. So that is our quick summary of what happened in Charlottesville with respect to the civil trial that included both federal and state law claims. And Joe, that's it for me today. Thank you, Joe. And thank you in turn, Jessica. We would be lost without you. And if you want to find more about Jessica, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram. And now TikTok, we have joined the 21st century at Levinson Jessica. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at In-Depth Day. You can find our podcast, Passing Judgment, on Twitter at Pass Judgment Pod. Also on Instagram at Passing Judgment Pod. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.